Welcome to the program, everyone. It is World Radio Day. In the 13th of February, World Radio Day. All we hear is radio How about a little radio? Day? February 13th is World Radio Day. It is World Radio Day as we broadcast throughout most of South Carolina, into North Carolina, Northeast Georgia, and all points in between. Ladies and gentlemen, it is so good to have uh, you be here this afternoon. We're going to start off the program with something. I was going to wait on this, but since Gerald wants to bring it up, we're going to let him speak on the program. First off, Gerald, welcome to the show. How you doing? All right, young man. Charlie, you must be getting ready for WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) WrestleMania. No, no, no. I saw when you're down to 199, brother. Yeah, I did it. I did it, man. I'm I'm very very happy. One hundred and ninety nine pounds. Wow, that's right. pretty amazing. Stay, stay away from that Valentine's candy now. Keep uh, up you the good you work. got it. I'll do it. Thank you, Gerald. Yep, got on the got on the scales this morning, and it was uh, one ninety nine point two. And boy, I tell you what, I was uh, I was extremely excited, extremely happy because now it's taken me a while to do this, but um, I've lost grand total, and this is, and I'll explain this in a second, but um, grand total of 130 pounds. At my heaviest, I was 329 pounds, so now I've lost 130 pounds, and uh, I I tell you what, and, and the last time that I weighed under 200 pounds, I promise you, was probably the summer between 7th and 8th grades. And, um, man, i tell you what, it was just, again, it, it took a long time. But we're here, and we got a little bit more to go. And then, um, and then there you go. So, yeah, very, very happy with that today. Very, very happy. Um, last night, we had a great event. And I want to thank you guys for everybody. Everybody that came up to me before the event and after the event and shook my hand and 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 you guys were so gracious and so wonderful out there at the Greenville Patriot Caucus launch party last night. It was really, really amazing. It, it absolutely was. I enjoyed meeting you guys, and I always do, every single time. I got to meet uh, Jeff Lynch last night and his beautiful bride, uh, thank you for the T-shirts, guys. I appreciate that. Um, really nice. So you guys that uh, that came up to me and said, hey, last night, boy, I tell you what, made my, I mean, I was just so filled with gratitude last night from from everybody that, that, that was just so gracious. And it was so great. And the event was great in itself. And last night um, when we got home, well, my wife had to leave a little bit early. We drove separate cars. She had to leave a little bit early because... Artie was at home. He's got a little bit of an upset tummy, which he gets on occasion. So we had to make sure that he was okay. So, um, um, but when we got home, she said, boy, we've got a great sheriff. And, and I was like, you are absolutely right. We do. 
have a, a wonderful sheriff. I thank everybody that, that was on the dais last night as the Greenville Patriot Caucus kicked off. Why don't you go? Why don't you join? It's free to join. GreenvillePatriotCaucus.com. You can go there, register. Uh, they'll send you all kind of great information. It's a great clearinghouse. Even got updates on early voting, by the way, started yesterday. Somebody said, uh, Charlie, I voted early today for Trump at the Malden Senior Center. Go Trump. Way to go. Good job. That's awesome. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, But yeah, early voting started yesterday. The primary coming up on the 24th. We got more about Nikki Haley coming up in just a little bit, um, but a lot more to talk about between now and then. Um, Because I I honestly believe believe it's going to be a blowout. I really do. Really, really do. So we've got to get out there and no more five, six, seven, ten percent voter turnout. We've got to make sure that we have if we had not. And I'll say this a thousand times. If we had 90 percent voter turnout. They couldn't cheat enough to win an election. They could not cheat enough. They couldn't stuff that many ballot boxes. They couldn't rerun that many ballots, and especially if you vote on the day of. Now, I don't mind you guys early voting, but we need to get have a good large block of us out there voting on Election Day. Because they always count the, uh, the early votes first in a lot of these elections, and then they will know. They'll know exactly how much they need, you know, in the wee hours of the morning. So somebody wanted to know how long it took me to lose 130 pounds. It took a long time. I would say, I would say, and this isn't going to be impressive when I tell you this, but I'm going to say it's taken me at least 13 years to do this. Now, reason is, is because I would lose a little weight and then I would stop. And then I would lose a little weight and then I would stop. And then I would lose a little weight and I would stop. And, and that's just the way I did it for a while. So, um, Charlie, I was there. I saw you and everyone talk questions. What is the Patriots Caucus? Is the Freedom Caucus changing its name? Is Adam Morgan leaving the Freedom Caucus? No, 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 no. This is not the, the, the Greenville Patriots Caucus isn't a replacement to anything. It doesn't replace anything. It is just it's another it's a supplemental caucus. To all the other caucuses out there, all the other caucuses, it's a supplement. That's all it is. And 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 I'm telling you what, they're a great group of people. So uh, find out more. Again, go to GreenvillePatriotCaucus.com, and they've got all of the information on there. And uh, we did have a great day, Oz. But no, nobody's leaving nothing. Nobody's leaving the Patriot Caucus. Um, in fact, looking to add people. To the Patriot Caucus. In fact, in when the um, when the primaries come up, come up in June, you need to be asking all of those members on the ballot: Are you going to be in the in in the Freedom Caucus? And if they are not going to be on the Freedom Caucus, or if they waffle about being in the Freedom Caucus, uh, especially here in, in in state elections, then you need to say thank you very much. I'm moving on to the next person. Right. Because we need those good, hardcore conservatives. In fact, I've got some more information about some more hijinks that were actually uh, tried to be pulled by the Republican caucus against the Patriot caucus. And it's got to do with constitutional carry. 
here in South Carolina. Charlie, my wife and I have already taken the day off as we typically work weekends. Definitely not going to allow the Democrats to pick our primary candidate. So South Carolina should demand closed primaries. Um, Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. You got to do something before. You have to do something before we get rid of open primaries here in South Carolina. And what you have to do is make sure that the rhinos are booted out. Because the state legislature, as it is made up right now, they will never, ever, ever allow closed primaries here in South Carolina because they benefit from the process. They benefit from the Democrats voting over uh, or, or crossing over and voting for them. So your job comes first. Your job, and this is the way it is, and I said last night, I've said it another thousand times. When you go to the polls, that's your first day on the job. That's your first day. Every day after that is to follow up and make sure that these people are doing the job that you elected them to do. The days of operating in darkness in South Carolina are over. Period. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. So we got a lot of people out there and, you know, maybe they're just getting interested in politics for the first time and had some questions about the primary. And if you vote in the primary and the general election, yes to that. You vote in the primary. That's coming up on the 24th. This is the Republican primary. We've already had the Democrat primary here in South Carolina. Um, I think they only had like eight or nine percent voter turnout in the Democrat primary, because I think I do think a lot of Democrats are going to try to vote are going to vote in the uh, South Carolina Republican primary. They're going to cross party lines, the dirty uh, you know what's. So you vote in that. And coming up, you know, we got we got three questions. I'm voting yes on all three questions. Um, We've got the three questions. And then we've got who do you want to be the presidential candidate for the Republican Party? Okay. When you vote for that, then in November, you're going to go back to the polls and you're going to vote in that election as well. So this is this is like, you know, we're deciding who's going to be in, in, in the playoffs for the good guys. Uh, going up against the bad guys in November. So that's the way that is going to happen. But we have got to make sure that the good guys win in this thing. The good guys have to win. Because we have already seen over the past three and almost a half years just what happens when the bad guys are in charge of this country. Just take a look at what's going on. I, I had somebody uh, uh, send me a text. Yeah, hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Charlie, did you see the stock market today? Look how good the stock market is doing. Oh, oh, well, let me uh, retort, shall I? Um, Have you seen the stock market today? Have you seen the big sell-off that was happening and the Dow losing 500 points? Have you seen that? Oh, and by the way, I thought in the Trump administration, when when, when everything was going all hunky-dory in the stock market, uh, what, what did, uh, what did, what did even Joe Biden say? The stock market is not indicative of how well the economy is doing. Wink, wink. So there you go. 
Hey, Charlie, I haven't heard anything about the Pickens County Sheriff's race. Do you know anything about it, or can you get some of the candidates on the show? You know what? I'm going to do absolutely both of those. I'm going to find out more about that coming up. Speaking of sheriffs, Sheriff Hobart Lewis last night, because somebody asked this question in the Q&A section, uh, session, um, ask about those unmarked buses that are dropping illegal aliens off in Greenville County. Sheriff Hobart Lewis last night confirmed that that was indeed happening. We heard about the ones, White Horse Road, several other ones going on throughout the area. These buses are en route, wherever they're going, wherever their ultimate destination is. And then the people that are on the bus, and I think it's like $400 to get on the bus, and I'm pretty sure your taxpayer money is paying for that. Man, these companies are making bank. They really are. They are making bank off of your taxpayer dollars because the federal government and the NGOs are paying to transport these people all across America. They're not paying it. They've already paid their money to the cartels, right? So so they get to pick where they are dropped off. And when they are dropped off, and here's the hell of it all. This is it. We've got contractors that are waiting there for these people to be dropped off. And then what do they do with these folks when they get them? Well, come on, you're going to go to work for me. Okay, but I don't have any place to stay. You don't. You don't. Oh, my. Well, as luck would have it, I've got a place for you to stay. Yeah. Oh, the rents. Yeah. The, uh, the rents uh, low. Oh, yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. So then these people get to go work. It's just like the old mill towns. How many times have you been to a mill town where you see these little row houses lined up right next to each other, little tiny houses? That's where the mill workers used to work. Who owned the houses? The mills owned the houses. The companies owned the houses. And they gave, uh, and you worked, part of your pay was for the rent of those homes. And then they would even have a company store. I owe my soul to the company store. Why? Because you could go in and get lines of credit there. And that ensures that you've got to work there practically all your life. Well, that's the same thing that's happening with these illegal immigrants. So in Boston, what they're doing is they're asking people to open their homes to illegal aliens, especially Haitians. They're in Massachusetts. So there's this woke couple up there in Massachusetts they sign. Are you guys ready for this? I don't know if you're fully ready for what you're about to hear. I don't know if you're fully ready for what I'm about to play for you. This woke cu- couple in Massachusetts saw the plea from Boston to host illegal immigrants in their home. Listen to what they said. This is amazing. Here we go. Colin and Jessica Stokes called the state to sign up to be a host family. It took less than an hour for the displaced migrants to be dropped off at their door. I gotta get sheets on the bed. How many people are coming? Where are they from? What ages? We we really knew nothing. They were there in less than an hour. (laughs) They signed up and folks, you can't get food delivered in, in less than an hour. You can't, you can't get a pizza. You can hardly get a pizza at your front door in less than an hour. But you can get an entire family of illegal aliens at your doorstep in 45 minutes or less, or it's free. No, no, just kidding about that. But it's 45 minutes or less. 
So these people are just ready. Hey, man, what do you do for a living? Yeah, I'm a driver. Oh, yeah, like, like pizza? No. Um, DoorDash? No. Uber? Uh-uh. Lyft? Nope. What kind of driver are you? I drive illegal aliens around, yeah, uh, to their host homes. That's what I do. I make pretty good money doing that. Oh, my gosh. But it gets even worse. It gets even worse, ladies and gentlemen, because now what is finally happening after all of this time is these woke Democrats are finally getting their slaves back. It's a delight. And it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef as Wildande loves cooking. She's got her, she's got her own personal chef. It's her own personal chef. They finally got their slaves back. They finally, they've been whining about it uh, since, since, since Abe Lincoln took away their slaves. And now they're finally getting them back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my word. It got a personal chef. Oh, my goodness. Let's go to Brenda out in Anderson and talk to her. Brenda, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing really, really good. What's up? Well, yesterday you mentioned making a chocolate orange cheesecake. Yes. And I don't know if you've ever made one before, but cook them in a water bath. You can minimize the crack, the topping, the top of it cracking. Okay. By probably eighty percent, ninety percent. Oh. I just made five over the weekend. And you, wait, 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 wait. What did you make? Orange chocolate cheesecakes? No. Or just cheesecakes? I am, I am looking up that recipe Isn't since I nice? heard it yesterday. Yeah, that's good. Well, good. So I am Are, anxious to try making one, but just. Put a little bit of water down, put foil on the bottom of your pan, okay, and just bake it in that, and it minimizes the cracking. All right, that is great advice. Thank you, Brenda. And I thank really you appreciate for this that. show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Brenda. Thank you for the uh, for the kind words there. Yep, uh, making a. I'm making for my birthday. I'm making my own birthday cake, and it's going to be a chocolate orange cheesecake, and I'm going to enjoy every single bite of it. Well, the Senate has passed a $95 billion foreign aid package for Ukraine. Lots of Republicans voted against it, but what does that money go to? That's coming up next on The Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. As I told you before the break, the Senate has passed a $94 billion billion foreign aid package that goes to Ukraine. And somebody said, hey, Charlie, tell us uh, how our state, how our South Carolina senators voted for it. And then they said, as if I didn't know. Oh, 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 hold on. Going to surprise you here. Neither Lindsey Graham nor Tim Scott voted for this bill. Neither one of them, but 22 Republicans did. John Bozeman, Shelley Moore Capito, Cassidy, Collins, Cornyn, Kramer, Crapo, Ernst, Grassley, Hoven, Kennedy, Mitch McConnell, Moran, Murkowski, Rish, Romney, Rounds, Sullivan, Thune, Tillis of North Carolina, Wicker, and Young of Indiana. 
Now, one of the, one of these names in here, I mean, and we know, we know if there's ever been a rhino, it's Tom Tillis right there in, in our sister state of, of North Carolina. We get that. But one of the guys we like to like is Senator Kennedy. We like to like the guy. He's funny. He can spin a barb. He can drop a one-liner with the best of them. But he votes with the rhinos and the Democrats more often than not. He talks a very big conservative game. But when it comes down to actually voting like a conservative Republican, we're often disappointed. But then again, but then we overlook it because he's so dang funny. He's like Henny Youngman. Take my wife, please. Boom, chew. Ha, ha, ha. But then when it comes to vote, it's not very funny at all. Senator Josh Hawley was talking about this bill on the uh, floor of the Senate today. Wait a minute. Hold on. Where is it? There we go. We have enough money to make hundreds of millions of dollars of our taxpayer funds available to the private sector in Ukraine. We are now literally funding their businesses, their banks, Lord knows what. We've got money without end. We've got enough money to pay for bureaucrat salaries. We've got enough money to pay for Ukrainian government officials' pensions. We've got enough money for so-called humanitarian aid that gets funneled away from, siphoned off into any manner of corrupt uses. We won't know because we don't have a special inspector general to oversee this money, but that's a different story. Oh, no, we've got plenty of money. And I have listened carefully, carefully, to colleague after colleague of mine come to this floor and stand where I am now and say, it's so important that we spend this money on these overseas wars, we must spend the money. If we don't spend this money now, why, it may cost us more money in the future. No, we... Uh-huh. So then we've got, um, let's see, we got Senator Rand Paul also talking about the bill during a uh, bit of a filibuster. Open the champagne, pop the cork. The Senate Democrat leader and the Republican leader are on the way to Kiev. They've got $60 billion they're bringing. I don't know if it'll be cash in pallets, but they're taking your money to Kiev. Now, they didn't have much time, really no time and no money to do anything about our border. We're being invaded. A literal invasion's coming across our border. 800,000 people came illegally in the last month, and all they had time to do in the Senate was get the money, get the cash pallets, load the planes, get the champagne ready, and fly to Kiev. Exactly. Exactly. Senator Mike Lee, also. Yeah, I've been up all night. Uh, just finished an hour-long speech in the Senate. And um, having exhausted the roster of all senators eligible to speak who wanted to speak, the Senate immediately called the vote. Um, and after I clocked out, they're up there voting right now. It appears destined to pass. This didn't have to happen. Uh, it's unfortunate that we had Senate Republicans turning on the commitment they made to each other and to their voters and to our House Republican colleagues down the hall. Um, there'll be more opportunity to talk about that later. But in the meantime, I take some comfort in knowing that the Speaker of the House 
is pronounced dead on arrival. Yeah, uh, Speaker of the House Johnson said that this thing is dead on arrival, which Joe Biden muttered. What did, what did, let's see, I got this quote here from Joe Biden today. What did he say about that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, so that was a quote from Joe Biden today. Um, on the uh, was 60 to $95 billion foreign aid package, $60 billion of it going to Ukraine, no money for our border. No money to protect Americans. This country is going broke. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. Do you know on, on the national debt clock? Oh, <laughs> this is gonna this is going to absolutely curl your hair. This is going to curl your hair. If you go to the national debt clock, um, and you just set it to, to let's say February the 28th of, let's see, when is it? Uh, No, no, here we go. This day, February 13th of 2028, that's four years from now, four years from now, let me tell you what our national debt is going to be, $46.5 trillion dollars. That's our debt. That is our debt. And listen to what the the federal tax revenue is going to be. This is how much money they're bringing in. Six trillion. They are spending, they're going to, by the time we get to 2028, on this day in 2028, they're going to be spending $40 trillion more than they bring in. Good gracious. Ron's in Greer. Ron, what do you think about this funding bill? Well, I think it stinks. My my kind of comparison is, Charlie, you know, we got it. You got the French over in Paris and the farmers and their tractors are losing their farmland, losing their able to provide a living. And if you kind of contrast that with us, we've got millions of people coming across our southern border. We've got them sending hundreds of billions of dollars to other countries. Why? And I'm just going to ask you this one question. Why will the American people not rise up like the French people have and shut Washington down? Millions of people go up there and stop it. I, what, well, what's your opinion on oh that? Oh, my gosh. Well, I think, and I, I well, all you got to do is look what happened on January the 6th. Right. That, right. that was a warning. That was a warning against protesting the federal government. That's why they're going after all of these people, because they don't want the American people to rise up, or they will, they will do their best to send them to jail for 30 years. Right. So our other option is to have hundreds of millions of people coming illegally, invaders into our country, destroying our country, destroying our schools, yeah. destroying our health care systems. They come a time, our forefathers, you know, they kind of fought. And at some point, Americans are going to have to take a stand or they're, they're done. Our country's but done. Here's a, but here's the thing, though, Ron, and, and I appreciate and I understand the sentiment. However, you can't get people to show up and vote. You think, the, you think you're going to get people to show up and actually revolt? No, sir. America's yeah. gone too soft. They're yeah. too brainwashed. The school system. I've had three kids through college. Stuff that they tried to teach them that I had to counteract. Right. We homeschooled our kids for the first eight or ten years. Yeah. And uh, that you know we get them on a good foundation. But oh, I agree. Yeah, the majority of the country is either brainwashed or they're too soft. You know, especially the you know the twenties and thirty year olds. They're not going to revolt nothing. But the majority yeah. of them. So I don't know. I just pray daily and just try to you know do what I can and vote, Charlie. There you go. That's that's the way to do it, Ron. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much. When we get back, another victory for men, ladies and gentlemen. 
We've done it again. That's coming up next on the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Ladies and gentlemen, another victory for the patriarchy. You know what? I've had it. I'm going all in on the patriarchy now. I mean, full-blown, hyper-masculine, not that I ever was against any of this, but still hyper-masculinity. That's what I'm, I'm looking at here. Even semi-masculinity. Because the woke crowd has decided to allow men to identify as women and compete against the girls. And guess what? We've done it again, ladies and gentlemen. Mayel Jacques, a Kearsarge Regional High School sophomore, jumped five feet one inches. That's an inch higher than any female student ever have. New Hampshire male track athlete, Favored to win girls' state championship meet, sophomore Miel Jacques, a biological male, is ranked as the top, top high jumper in the division. So good for you, sir. Good for you, young man. Good for, I'm not going to go along with the whole uh, female thing, but good for you. You are, Listen, it's not our fault. It's not our fault that men are physically superior to women in athletics. Now, I'm not talking about every instance. No, not at all. You could put me up against a four foot eleven South Korean girl that plays golf and she will beat my brains out. But a male comparable to her, the same age, is going to beat her. It's just a fact of life. It's a fact of nature. It's also one of the reasons I hate golf. Because I get beat by women, men, young boys, <laughs> and old guys. It's, it's just that kind of a game. Males are biologically superior. It is going, there's going to come a time, and we are getting closer and closer to this time each and every day when, and I hate to have to use this term, but when female, biological females, will not hold a single world record in athletics. They will not hold one. You're being erased. They're erasing women from athletics. And, and let me, uh, hold on, now hold on. Let me just ask you a question. Is this men's fault? Is it my fault that this is happening? No, no, it's not my fault. It's not you guys' fault. It's not most of you women's fault. But there are some people out there whose fault it actually is, and that's the woke folks on the left who think just because you identify as a woman, then that makes you a woman. Oh, well, what kind of a little fairyland are you living in full of unicorns and Skittles and Care Bears? What, 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 what kind of world is that? Well, I don't care. I don't care anymore. I've gone so far past the point of caring, I can't stand it. If women want to acquiesce to these biological males competing in sports, so be it. So be it. You know what? It might actually make women's sports more interesting. People might actually tune in to watch. Right? 
Yeah. Uh, folks might actually start going to a WNBA game. And now, starting at center, seven foot two, three hundred and eighty pounds. Jack, I mean uh, Jacquez Hampton, ladies and gentlemen. It might make it more interesting. But these women out there, you're just letting it happen. And I know not you conservative women, but you, uh, all these liberal women out there, they're just letting it happen. And that's fine. Okay, good. Good. Charlie, we once said that boys rule, girls drool. Well, now it's true. Men are so good that some women are even better at being a woman, that some men are even better at being a woman than a woman is. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, let's see. Charlie had an argument with... Um, with an argument with billiards, the sheer reach gives you a man's. I have no idea what that means. Charlie, bowling is about to go the same way. Yeah, bowling. Bowling. Female bowling. Do they have female bowling? Is it on ESPN? I'm pretty sure there is. But anyway, I mean, again, that's just another thing that we're going to, you know, we're just going to take over everything. Take over all. Charlie, I can't wait until men start dominating the NBA, uh, the WNBA. You're right. Hey, Charlie, I, in high school, I did a pole vaulting on the track team. I was terrible, only cleared six feet. Our high, school, <laughs> our high school high jumper cleared six feet three inches. So you pole vaulted less than your high jumper? Yeah. There you go. Hey, hey, listen, I, I, I know your pain because our, our football coach made all the four down linemen the uh, the uh, the two tackles and the two guards. We had to run the hog relay in a track meet, four hundred and forty yard relay. We got beat every single time, and it was humiliating. Well, there you go. So, all right, we will take a quick break. We'll be back. Oh, by the way, Nikki Haley. There is a chance that she could be banished from the Republican Party. Oh, we'll tell you about that coming up next on the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. 